0: hello this is Timmy black and welcome once again to another episode of the lives of contemporary artists man all this all this time all this new idle time we all have I have this time we have on our hands being being home all the time I, I can't go to I can't go to openings. I I, I, I I can't go do any studio visits. Honestly, it, it, it it's hard to come up with with stuff, uh, stuff to to talk about. I mean. It's not like I just sit here and make things up. I, I, need, to, I need to go out and, 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 and look at things and look at art. And I, I need to talk to artists and, and talk to curators and, and, and talk to collectors and talk to art dealers. I do a lot of talking. I need to talk to people. Get material for this podcast. I, I, need, to, I need to be out there. And you know what? Zoom just doesn't, just doesn't do it for me. I'm not a Zoomer kind of... Person, I'm not a, I'm not a Google meter either. I, I, I don't think I'll ever be a, a, a Microsoft team player. I'm, I'm too stuck. I'm, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm, I'm too stuck in the old days, in the, in the germ days, in the air kissing, bro hugging days, the, the, schmoozing, the, the, the going out and working the room days, <laughs> working the room days, yeah. I'm told that back in the day, before yesterday, back in the day, n- nobody worked a room quite like Timmy Black, but anyway, I don't want to get all dewy and sentimental, and really I- I'm doing fine, I'm doing just fine, I mean, I'm cleaning up my my closets, and I'm, I'm doing a bit of, uh, what they call self-care, I'm actually trimming, uh, Cutting, pulling those 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 weedy, downy tufts of uh, of um, uh, hair that that sort of spitefully sprout from my from my nose and my ears, reminding me and everyone else that uh, I've uh, unambiguously entered into the age of of decay. And and, and I'm reading more. I, I just I just finished for the second time uh, the girl with the uh, pearl earring. Uh, and uh and now i'm slowly working my way through the 700 densely packed pages of the autobiography of david Schaffman, volume one and and i even managed to back up uh two of my six computers yeah i have six computers don't don't ask why i have six but i do i have six computers and 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 while i was performing some obligatory task in the in the cloud and and i say obligatory because you see my computer threatened me i mean i was i was, I was minding my own business reading a, a linkedin profile of some random pharmaceutical saleswoman when all of a sudden i hear this short kind of hee-haw sound like some alert a, a notification containing more exclamation marks than i'm accustomed to seeing and with with a different type of font a font a font that spoke of of serious urgent purpose i kind of got i don't know afraid even so so this unsolicited grave notification appears on my screen and it tells me that without a prompt upgrade of God knows what kind of supernatural storage service I had signed up for, I don't know when. Without this important upgrade, I'm likely to lose the sum of all my my data, all my literary efforts since the dawn of of laptops. So of course, I I complied, and, and I don't know. Maybe it was a phishing thing. Maybe maybe I'm getting hacked. I don't know. But 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 during this lengthy process, this gratuitous upgrade, I I found an old file called audio blogs and I'm telling you it it had it had stuff that was nearly 30 years old see audio blogs for all you young people out there audio blogs was a precursor to the podcast and Timmy being a perennial early adapter was making these types of broadcasts way before iTunes was ever even invented So I started listening to these old recordings, and and I I, got to tell you, they they weren't that bad. I mean, they're they're a little primitive and and homemade, and and the sound quality is a little tinny. But all in all, I think there might be some historical value to those early efforts of mine. Anyway, given our current circumstances, and given the sad fact that... uh, I I really have nothing new that would justify uh, uh, recording a new episode, so I thought it might be fun. It It might be fun to open up the vault and listen to one of those short segments from Timmy's Juvenalia. Now, the one I chose is on the subject of the great Cuban artist, Mika Carpentier and his short yet seminal experiment in living in Southern California. Now the audio blog was called Things I Want to Tell You and it was hosted by AOL. It, it's kinda dumb but interesting nonetheless because it gives you a, a bit of an idea how I, Timmy Black, evolved into becoming what my friend and, and mentor Professor Dolores Limonov, called the last great art podcaster of the age again f- f- forgive the sound quality but I, but I hope that the nostalgia factor somehow might might justify the inconvenience so okay l- let me uh let me cue this thing up oh here here we go hello this is Tim black here and in- here to to share with you things i want to tell you this is the story about mika carpentier around the same time fidel launched his fateful attack on the moncada barracks in 1953 the cuban artist mika carpentier boarded a pan am world airways DC-6 from Jose Marti Airport on his way to visit his brother Isak in a place called Inglewood. Untouched by ideology, it was the bright southern California sunshine and not the forbidding slopes of the Sierra Madre that captivated this young adventurer's imagination. Wow, I sound so young. <laughs> he had only vaguely heard of Central Avenue. And though Buddy Collette and, and Big J. McNeely were far from the clave rhythms he was accustomed to, upon arriving in LA, he made a beeline for the Dunbar Hotel. I think the Dunbar is an apartment building uh, right now. I'm not sure. It is no small irony that. Half a century later, and barely three miles due north on the same but radically different Central Avenue, Carpentier's work would be prominently displayed in what in 1953 was the Union Hardware Building and what is now the Museum of Contemporary Art. Another landmark of Carpentier's California sojourn was 741 South Grand Avenue, the original site of the Chenard Art Institute. It was there that he attended lectures by the painter Emerson Wolfer and was first exposed to the exotic ideas of abstract expressionism. I suppose that must be the uh, adulterated, less ideological version of abstract expressionism. Completely unpersuaded by both abstraction and expression, Carpentier was drawn more toward making small botanical renderings of the region's various succulents. Yeah, who could blame him, really? All told, Mika Carpentier spent six months in Los Angeles before returning to the Havana of his childhood. Though he loved the music, he hated the food, and desperately missed his mother, Beatrice. It's hard to say how his experiences in Los Angeles influenced the development of his work. But, if he was like most visitors at the time, he probably left disappointed, having never managed to see or meet an actual movie star. Well, that's it for today. Please join me again here at AOL for our next episode of Things I Want to Tell You. Wow. (laughs) That was me? I mean, even the music seems dated. But um, I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to my younger, callow, and humbler self. I, I've been told that I, I should have quit while I was ahead back then and, and, and probably should have gone back to painting large scale geometric abstractions. But then if I did that, then, 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 then who would there be? Honestly, who would there be? Who would be left? to document, to describe, to, to, to comment upon, and to celebrate the lives of contemporary artists.